Welcome to the Astral Projection Podcast, brought to you by Ali Wiley. Welcome to part two of my interview with Jessica Reed. Jessica Reed is a global clairvoyant, channel and purpose fulfillment coach. And today we are continuing our conversation on astral projection. A lot of people mm. um, email me about negative experiences that they've had. And I mm-hmm. just wondered if you'd had any negative experiences. Mm-hmm. Well, there has been, I guess, like, I mean, first of all, from my perception, um, everything that I've ever experienced, whether it be positive or negative, in the um, point in time, I've always seen it from a from a higher perspective afterwards. So, you know, there's been experiences where I've kind of at the time felt scared or um, where I felt that it was a negative experience. Like, say, for example, um, one time I was astral traveling and I wasn't really traveling anywhere. I was just aware of myself laying in my bed. Um, and I felt myself like sink into, um, kind of like into the bed. I could feel myself just sinking down. Um, and I saw like a man walk into my bedroom. Um, and I kind of just, yeah, instantly said to myself, wake up. And I woke up and kind of just calm myself down. Um, but it, yeah, it, it, it may have been like a negative experience, but. As long as I continue to know that I am the creator of my own experience and that I can just empower myself by learning from it um, and making sure that every time I do um, astral travel that I am focusing on the positive vibrations and energies that, you know, um, that I'll always stay in that space. Because I think that is one thing that you have to kind of focus on with astral projection um, or astral traveling is that a lot of time you will experience what's going on within your consciousness so it's a good thing to know that if you make sure you're focusing on positive experiences and you're focusing on um, being of a positive vibration that's where you're going to project yourself so sometimes I think it's like well sometimes we do just have to see the darker sides of ourselves or what's going on within our consciousness to face it and acknowledge it and 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 heal it and, and consciously move forward with it um, so, so I think like just kind of for, for people that are listening, you know, take it with a grain of salt in the way of don't get too scared about it. You know, try to observe it and see how you can learn from it. But yeah, I, I, w- I would just focus on making sure that you go into it with a, a positive intention. Yeah. We, we can't grow until we sort out our darker side. And most of us do have a darker yeah. side. So it's all part mm-hmm. of the growth mm-hmm. process. I mean, nobody said mm. that the journey here was supposed to was easy because growing mm. isn't easy. A hundred percent, and even yeah, growing in like, physical reality isn't easy. So, spirit. Yeah, yeah. You know. And I, and I always like think of it, or my my guides kind of show me it in a way where it's like everything is light, and anything that's perceived as negative is just light in disguise, because at the end of or when it kind of comes around, you always learn from those negative experiences or you always grow from those experiences or you expand from your challenges. So it, I see it in a way where it's like that negative experience was light in disguise, you know, because it was something that was teaching you. Definitely. So it was, it, was, it was positive if you kind of see it from a higher perspective. 
Mm. I've had um, quite a few negative experiences, but I have to say 100% mm. of them, and that's 100%, have always turned into something positive, almost as if, mm-hmm. like, I had to... Some of them I had to go through, they were like personal mm-hmm. experiences, and others mm-hmm. were people well, people that had died that sort of contacted me mm-hmm. in the way that they could because they were stuck in their lower astral realms. And it was mm-hmm. like their energy pulled me to them because in some way I mm-hmm. could help them. And I'm sure my guides mm-hmm. and my higher self had something to do with that as well because yeah. I don't believe you're put through anything that you can't handle. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah, a hundred percent. I'm really glad that you have that similar perspective, perception of, you know, it's it's always come around in a way where you've seen it as a positive or you've seen it as, you know, might not have been the best experience for you, but you've helped someone else because, you know, they, they because you could um, and that they really needed that. Um, or, oh, what was I just going to say um, about the, say with that experience, I also learned from it. Because I guess before I had that experience, I was a little bit fearful of, you know, am I going to have a bad experience in the astral realm? Because it was kind of like, you know, you hear all these stories of other people's experiences and people warning you and blah, blah, blah. Um, So it's kind of like once that happened, I kind of got over there and just realized, yeah, it can happen. You know, it can seem negative, but I realized that I was always in control because when I was in that experience, I knew that I had the ability to make the decision to leave and to come back to my physical body, and it happened instant instantly. So, um, so that that was quite empowering actually. Even though it might have been a negative experience, it was really empowering for me to realise if I ever feel like I don't want to be in a, in a in an experience or or whatever's going on, I can consciously um, take control and and return to my body. Um, so that was actually a really good experience in, in the end. Yeah, the negative experiences, mm. as you say, are empowering. They make you stronger mm. because they're things mm-hmm. you have to go through and um, it makes you stronger mm-hmm. as, a, as a person living in the physical as well, I believe. It's, yeah. It's like a personal Definitely. development tool, isn't it, really, astral projection? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, I think just every part of it, I would take from it as a positive. You know, every side of it, every part of it, Every experience, I've always taken a positive, exper- positive kind of perception of it. So I guess, like for the people that are listening, it's it's just about mastering your your point of perception and, and and where you want to focus, because you could, you know, have an experience like that and just feel like you've been haunted for the rest of your life, you know. But if you if you choose to master your experience and your consciousness, and you focus on what you know is positive and and is expansive you'll always grow and you'll always become more and more powerful within yourself and within within all of your experiences. So so I find it I find it's always it's always positive for me when it comes to astral travelling. Yeah. No matter what the experience is. And also mm. like sometimes you may feel that you're haunted in the physical but you, mm. then you can go to the astral and sort it out. Like me for years mm. and years mm. I had these nightmares of this really mm-hmm. horrible negative energy coming for me. And before mm-hmm. I actually did, had conscious out-body experiences, so I just put it down to, to like nightmares, you know, just a nightmare about something. Yeah. Or and they were really mm-hmm. quite real, these things, like this energy was sucking me into a different room. Looking back, mm-hmm. I was probably, <coughs> excuse me, in the mind-awake, body-asleep state, and there was this negative energy that was, you know. And um, in the end, when I started having out-of-body, conscious out-of-body experiences, I realised that that mm-hmm. had been a part of me for most of my life and that I could deal with it. 
and it's mm-hmm, mm-hmm. a really long story, so I won't go into details. But I didn't mm-hmm. deal with it, and it doesn't come back anymore mm-hmm. because I faced what it was, and it was something that mm-hmm. I produced. It wasn't anything. It wasn't any being external being coming for yeah. me or anything. It like wasn't. That. It, was it my, wasn't anything outside of you. Yeah. It was all my my own inner inner stuff, mm-hmm. you know. So I managed mm-hmm. to get that out and face it, mm-hmm. and it made me feel mm. so much lighter but I didn't realise that I'd been carrying around this negative energy it was like something that was really really deep down probably mm. from another life and mm. I'd been given the opportunity in this life to get rid of it and it's like I welcomed mm. it because when mm. I woke up from the, the outbody experience I actually faced it I felt like another mm. person I thought oh my god yeah I feel so much lighter and I didn't realise all my life I'd had that mm-hmm. you know it was um, yeah. extra baggage yeah and it's and it's kind of like you can see it in a way where, you know, previously you thought it was like this being or this energy that was trying to suck you and, you know, somewhere else. But now you could see it as, you know, part of you that was like pulling at you, trying to get your attention because it was time to release it. Yeah, excellent. You know what I mean? Like something in you, like rather than pull, rather than sucking you or, or anything negative, you know, it, it, it was trying to get your attention. It was trying to show you itself so that you could face it. Because you wouldn't have faced it otherwise. That's right, exactly. I would mm, mm. gone on putting this negative experience down to some sort of nightmare experience, some sort of recurring mm, mm. nightmare. So, you know, mm, I think acidification has a lot of positive things for humanity. And I think it's a real shame mm. that in our Western society, it, mm-hmm. it's like thought of as weird, you know, because... Yeah, or... <laughs> Yeah, or as if you're crazy or, you know, you're losing the plot. <laughs> that's right. That's why, that's why I started this podcast, actually, to just get get mm-hmm. it all out there. <laughs> yeah, and normalise it, yeah. And, and, well, the thing is, I think, like, a lot of people do experience it, but, but a lot of people don't realise they're astral travelling or they don't realise that other people are having those experiences so they don't share them. Um, and, yeah, I think of it in a way where astral travelling, in my, my feeling about it is that it's all 100% positive and it's all for our own good and our highest self um, and it's just dependent on the individual human and their point of perception as to what people will kind of view it as you know because a lot of people a lot of people are so fearful about astral traveling a lot of people are always you know when I started telling people that I was astral traveling I had so many people coming to me saying Oh, be careful! Be careful! Be careful! You know, make sure you make sure you you grounded, or you know, all the stuff, all these rules, or and I was just like, just let it go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So they they were they were so quick to try and put me in a fearful place about it, as if they kind of knew better from their place of fear. Um. And I was really glad that I kind of just stuck to my intuition of realizing, like, this is a magical experience that I am lucky to have, and I can make it what I choose to make it from my own point of perception. And ever since then, it's always been one of the favorite things for me to do. Yeah. <laughs> because, because I chose to let go of other people's fears. And, and most of the time, it would be people that hadn't even experienced it for themselves to, to the full degree. They just because they wouldn't allow themselves to have a good experience because they were fearful of, you know, going into that realm. And, you know, people would say, you know, be careful, don't get stuck there. And it's just kind of ridiculous when you really kind of experience the magic of it and and the, the beauty of it. 
he just realised that I mean, it's, it's pure. It's the opposite problem, really. It's not a case of getting stuck there. It's a case of not being able to stay out long enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, know, you always get dragged back. Yeah. Because you catch it on your head or you need the loo or something yeah. like that. And you think, oh, I should have gone to the loo before I went yeah. out, you know. It's the opposite problem. Yeah, it's, it's the opposite. Like, getting stuck is not the problem. It's the fact that we're stuck here and we can't stay out long enough. <laughs> But it, I think it is important yeah, to have a healthy balance between the two as well. Mm. You, like, mm-hmm. you're, you, are, you chose to be here on the earth, um, mm-hmm. so you mm-hmm. need to live your life. So I think totally. you do need to have yeah. a healthy balance between the two and not get too bogged mm. down in either. Keep a Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely, yeah, because we, we did choose to be here in this physical waking experience, and I think that for those of us who do um, extra travel or experience out-of-body um, you know, adventures and journeys. I feel like it's just it's just us calling ourselves to remind ourselves of where we've come from, or or what the ultimate kind of truth to us, um, our experiences, and to perceive the physical experience in such a more um, beautiful way, and to and to appreciate this experience for what it is, and to and to yeah, like bring that magic into this world rather than getting stuck in, you know, society and what everyone else's kind of human perceptions are. So I think, yeah, I think there's definitely that, that call for balance as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, up to now we've spoken about astral projection, but I know you've got a website, jessicareadonline.com. Uh, I know you've mm-hmm. got loads going on over there. Can you tell mm-hmm. us a little bit more about yourself and what you what you do on your website, etc.? Sure. So I am a global um, clairvoyant channel and purpose fulfillment coach. So basically, um, it's all online. I live in Bali or travel. Um, I just spent a couple months in Europe. And basically, yeah, I do all my work online. I do soul consciousness readings. um, And I do a VIP membership where I teach people, you know, all these different um, trainings from my guides as to, you know, how to get into... Um, astral traveling, how to kind of understand astral traveling if you're having that experience, um, crystals, um, soulmates, intuition, mediumship, you know, all these over like nearly 300 different topics that I will um, be going into within the membership. So that's like a weekly training um, and it's only 5.55 New Zealand dollars a week. Um, and I also do, like I mentioned, um, purpose fulfillment coaching, um, intensives and mentorships to really help people through kind of a, my gifts or um, clairvoyance, um, help them understand their purpose and their reason for being here and how to share that with the world and helping people get out there, um, which also, also coincides with um, my Purpose TV YouTube channel where I help people to share their purposes with the world. So. Yeah, there are lots of things going on well, and, lots of things and going more, on. more things in more things in creation too, such as like a quantum leaping co- online course and uh, meditations and things like that. But that's all to come shortly. <laughs> but yeah, lots of lots going on on the website. So you came, you had your clairvoyance abilities when you were a child, and you sort of um, squashed them, and then you came back into them. What did you have to? How how did you manage to reactivate them, if you like? Um, well, I was kind of on a soul level pushed to reactivate them. I had um, this kind of almost like overnight experience of having 
this all of a sudden having chronic anxiety or anxiety is kind of just a word that I used to explain it but it was more an awakening um, because it was like boom all of a sudden I just was in overwhelm all the time trying to figure out what I was you know what I felt myself pushing myself toward or, or there was like something that I, that I had to get something that I had to understand and it took me a while but it was like all those trickles all those little bits and pieces like read getting back into reading about um, you know clairvoyance or spiritual abilities and gifts and things like that that's all those little bits and pieces or meditation classes or going and seeing um, other clairvoyants and things like that it all brought it back to me and the more I got into it the less anxiety I experienced and when I um, really expanded my clairvoyance and got back into my mediumship gifts and psychic gifts and things like that um, that's when it the anxiety completely flipped I fell away and I realized like okay I've found it I've realized what I needed to get myself back into and I've realigned um, and my whole life changed every area of my life changed in the process um, but yeah just just kicking back into my um, intuitive gifts and abilities and reconnecting with my guides and communicating with them and everything like that um, so yeah, it, was, it was the anxiety or the overwhelm the awakening that pushed me to to, to, to really delve into it and re-emerge with those gifts. That's interesting. Yeah. It's like you were in pain until mm. you found your life purpose. And once you found your life purpose, you know, anxiety sort of mental pain. Yeah. And it sort of released. And I think there are a lot of people mm-hmm. that that could relate mm-hmm. to. Yes, I've heard, definitely. A lot of people say that they had some type of anxiety or depression or deep yearning on the inside, like on their soul level, to find some type of fulfillment or some type of relief that you know, there was something that they were looking for and then it, for a lot of people they just kind of come into a space where through following what feels good and what feels better, what feels better, what feels better, you know, it just little bit by little bit they find like their life purpose and they know for sure that it's their life purpose because they feel so good and they're no longer looking for anything or feeling, you know, that they're missing anything. Yeah, so it was a beautiful experience overall, even though it was very hard at the time, yeah. Because that's what you do as well, isn't it? You help people find their life purpose. Mm-hmm. I think that's excellent. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. it's and, and, and to find like their lives to the full because it's it's not mm-hmm. anybody's fault really. It's just the way we're brought up, aren't we? Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. we're brought mm-hmm. up a bit automated, and mm-hmm. and we kind of get stuck in that way, don't we? Mm. You know? Yeah, and and a perception of what life is supposed to be. You know, in a lot of the time, your purpose or or what your soul is drawing you towards or what your ultimate highest path is doesn't fit into the box uh-huh. of society's mould of what, you know, everyone does with their nine to five lives. You know, so so for a lot of people it's scary. It's terrifying for so many people to 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 think outside of that box and to follow their purpose and their soul and their path. Um, so I just love working with people to help give them the the guidance and the support and the encouragement to um, and the steps to 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 really f- to fill it fulfill it um, without the fear and to and to see the magic and the beauty within that that journey because it's so fun. <laughs> That's great because you get a lot of satisfaction mm. out of um, helping other people mm. find their satisfaction mm. really. 
mm. in the long run, making mm-hmm. the world a better place. Because if more people are happy, mm-hmm. the world will become a better place. So it's sort of a knock-on effect, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And we're all meant to be here fulfilling our purposes and supporting one another, you know. So, so I think it's just kind of one by one helping the world to um, be in this collective consciousness space of connection and support and oneness. So, yeah, I love, I love the Excellent. Um, Lovely. Well, purpose fulfillment coaching. Time's mm. running out now, so um, I'll um, let you get on. I'm sure you've got a busy evening ahead of you. Yes, yeah, yeah. So thank you so much. I've loved talking to oh, you. Oh, it's been really interesting. We will have to get because I think it's incredible that you can actually talk someone that's in mm-hmm. the other that's the other side of the world i just still can't yeah. get i know the younger people today were brought up with this technology but it never amaz- it never ceases to amaze me because when i was younger yeah. it's like you'd phone somebody and you couldn't have a conversation because there'd be the time delay you know all oh, right yeah yeah mm-hmm. and now it's like so easy and that's why all these things have to be communicated to the world or your your website yeah. has the projection always we've got all these means mm-hmm. of communication so mm-hmm. out there, and even mm. if you think you're weird or spiritual mumbo jumbo, who cares? You know, it's yeah. just because there's so many people that support you anyway. Yeah, that's right. Now you can find support groups because it's really important to have a support group for this stuff mm. because you can feel people a bit that out relate there. to you. Yeah, yeah, a hundred percent. Like I feel like the internet has been like one of the biggest blessings to the world that there is. You know, because because we've all been able to communicate with one another. You know, not just the people in our vicinity. You know, we, we can communicate with the whole world with the internet, so it's amazing. And we end up, we discover that there are, in fact, a lot of weird people out there like ourselves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. comforting. And it's, yeah, and it's funny how, like, say with my guides or just, um, you know, the, the beings in Source Energy, how they kind of, they see us or hear us calling ourselves weird and they're like you're just being your pure self you know like they're like don't call yourselves weird (laughs) um but yeah it's just by society standards or you know what has been normal um it's it's out there and it's leading edge um so so it is always you know don't we drop the word weird and use the word we're normal yeah, <laughs> we're expanded. We're on the leading edge of consciousness. <laughs> okay, we've well, been great. We've been very Jessica. Thank you, thank and you. Have a lovely you evening. Thank you, you too. Okay, cheerio then. Bye. Thanks for listening, and you can catch up with Jessica at com. That's R E I D, read. And you'll find me at astalwigs.com. Happy travels.